Welcome, everybody, to the episode of Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Miles, joined here with my co-host, Jordan. And yes, sir. today we are doing Expanded Season 4, Episodes 1 through 4. Um, so, first things first, before we actually continue and actually discuss the episodes, Mr. Jordan, what do you actually think about the Amazon quality? Oh, the upgrade? Yeah, I mean it's it's Amazon, um, right? This is Amazon. Like, like, do you notice it at all, or is it not? You know what? To be honest with you, to me, it just looks like um, looks like clearer. If you're gonna speak, like, if I speak about quality, I'm looking for clarity. So, like, it just it looks more um, clean. Yeah, like it looks more like it keep it kept up with the times. Like it's no, not I stuck agree. in the past. <clears throat> it definitely feels like it jumped forward and called in. That's uh, definitely something that I see. I thought mm-hmm. I was worried when I would go on rewatches um, that I would be kind of hurt by seeing like the older seasons and like because you know you get used to a certain level of quality, then you go back and you see the old ones or sorry, yeah, the older seasons and. The, it's just not the same. Um, like I was watching. So for those of you who don't know, I'm watching One Piece, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm on episode like 290 almost. And uh, the improvements that they've been making to One Piece, visually speaking, is like very subtle. So I, I and I didn't realize it until a few days ago when I went back to watch. Uh, just I just saw a clip of season one playing in the background somewhere. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, this See, looks awful. I started um, watching it too, and I'm in the first season, and it's not it's not cute. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely like now it's like at the point I'm at, I'm like it's bearable, right? Like this is like, um, it's doable for me, which is weird because I actually somehow sat through a, like the original Gundam series, which oh, I love the original Gundam series. You're talking about 1970s, that one? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you actually seen them. Um, so I I loved the story, but obviously, visually speaking, they're very dated. And absolutely, the audio itself, the audio quality is, I think, what I noticed the most. Like, it just the explosions don't feel full, right? Like. I forget like two stereo speakers, like two stereo speakers. It sounds like it's just one, right? <laughs> like or half of one, honestly. And Maybe the explosions and the gunshots just sound very bleh. Um, bleh. Yeah, that's like um, it's just crazy to see because like if there's that big of a jump, what are we gonna see going forward? Like, oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, onto the expanse itself. So mm-hmm. season four starts with um there is a belter ship that runs through a blockade that's seemingly around the entrance to the ring right um and so they enter into the blockade and they're basically pleading with them that like you know we have nowhere else to go right like ganymede we're refugees from ganymede right uh, we had provided food for everyone and now we had like nowhere else to go you guys said you'd help us you didn't um and they're like they're almost like staking their claim like hey like you can't claim space like we should be able to use this as well as you you know what i mean right, right. um which 
Hey, it sounds great on paper, but in practice, that line of thinking also doesn't work because it's like, okay, so why do you get to claim this and then I don't? And if we all do, then who decides how this piece of land gets to be used for? You say it gets to be used as a mining facility for, I don't know, iron. But then what if I say that it's a great beachfront property? So it should be not iron mining, but hotels. I don't know. So that right, logic also right. doesn't work. Uh, and it, it's, it sucks, though. But, you know, like, it's almost to the fact, like, the choice that the Belters made to run the blockade and the blockade's choice to defend their line really nobody's in the wrong for what they did because like if you think about it like they're just doing what they think is right so i mean what do you how are you going to rationalize that you know because if you have nowhere else to go the belter's like oh shoot well we we might as well just no they will do if you don't give them a choice um every human being will end up doing what they can for themselves and their family like it's right. one of those situations you force them into that position they i mean right you know i mean like mm -hmm. it's gonna happen so yeah um, and you can't you can't you just it just happens it happens you can't fight it it happens yep um but regardless um the members of the ship remember them because they're gonna be very uh big this season Mm -hmm. So they get fired at by Medina Station, which is controlled currently by the Belters. Uh, so right, right off the bat, if you start the season you're, and you kind of like, you're kind of like me who needs answers like right away. This is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> rewind real quick. What's going on? Right, that's not you, is it? Yeah, why are Belters firing on Belters, and what's going on? Um. So I'm just going to go, since we are covering episodes one through four, these are not spoilers, obviously, because we're covering, again, episodes one through four. Uh, there is, you know, stuff here to discuss regarding what uh, what happened. Because I think it's, uh, if you're watching th these kind of, like, uh, shows where they kind of give you bits and pieces of information and you piece it all together, that's very fun. But I, th I can't do that as easily, like, tiptoe around, okay, wait, what was revealed first? So I'm just going to go ahead and mm -hmm. you know, lay out the entire backstory from season three to four, and then from there we can kind of pick up as we go along. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit messy in that sense as well, because it's just going to be a massive input. Right. Anyways. Um, and that ship's called the... Something Bar piccolo. the the Barba Piccolo the Barba Piccolo it yeah, just exactly, Dragon Ball Z exactly. Piccolo <laughs> it it is Piccolo the guy who trained Goku right? Goku Han go on go on he didn't train Goku no he didn't train Goku ah uh, okay you know Loki Piccolo is one of my favorite characters in DBZ dude shut really your mouth DBZ. shut your mouth that is my favorite character in DBZ really absolutely. We were meant to find each other. In some uh, fashion or form. Yeah. Either on the battlefield or... Oops. Or somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so... Um, this is not a good thing because... Uh, so what's going on right now is that there is, again, we're back to peace between 
everybody actions, the OPA, Earth, and Mars. Mm-hmm. But again, as we saw at the beginning of season one, the piece is a very fragile piece, and, and we can see it this time, right? Right. So starting season one, we're like, it's a fragile piece. Uh, and they did it, for what it's worth, they did a good job of showing that, but like you're still trying to piece together who is who, what faction is what, and the history right. of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, because we saw the history happen, and now we're on season four, uh, we see for ourselves that, yeah, the, the piece is there, but there's just too much bad blood in history right. for that uh, to just go away. Exactly. And things, you know, it, things aren't going to get better just because uh, you say they're going to get better. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, so this is a very interesting, like, thought experiment that kind of gets brought up with, like, um, I remember people discussing this in middle school and high school. They're like, okay. Um, it seems right after a war is done, the peace between two formerly warring factions, and we're talking obviously in real life, right? When we're talking about this in history. So how does that get better? Well, right. the, the answer is that it gets better by continued peace, right? The peace is the most fragile at the beginning. Right. And then obviously, you know, right before war, but you, you get my point. The peace is the most fragile at the beginning when the peace was just first formed. Um, mm-hmm. And it could very easily spill back into war. And the only reason it doesn't is because we just spent the last X amount of months or years just killing each other. Right. So we're just both at a weak point. We're licking our wounds, but we are kind of wary. Um, so in this, the Belters have been given control of Medina Station, but they're, the the inners are have made it very clear. It's like, yeah, we gave you this. We can easily take it away. Right. Um, and you know, <clears throat> it, it sucks because like the Belters really don't have much as an army. Would you say they don't really have anything besides like? Yeah, Besides, more like gangsters. They're gangsters. They're 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 mining gangsters. If you pers- if you know what I mean. If yeah, you say, I mean, every single one of their ships, you can see it is like a hodgepodge, just uh, right. scrapped together. You know, spit and glue and duct tape and whatnot. So all together, uh, they're just trying that. to survive. I mean, that's all it is. I agree. No, I agree. And the conversations that we're about to have in the coming episodes this season next season season after it's going to become way more interesting um because you're going to see from both sides of the story and this show does that so incredibly well mm-hmm. um but anyways uh so they do fire on it wasn't just i think barbara pickle i think there was more than one ship right there's four i think yeah so i think a couple uh quite a few of them were destroyed Mm-hmm. Uh, one made it through, one in the ring world, and, you know, we know, we find out later that they did establish a colony there. But anyways. Which, that, thank the Lord, like, I, I, to be honest with you, before we saw what happened to them, I literally thought that they were just, all, they're just going to find them dead. Because, like, yeah. like, you don't, like, dude, you just don't know. So is that what you thought? Whenever yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're roasted. That's like, great. like, like peanuts. Um, Okay, so this brings up, uh, let's go ahead and talk about this now. I was planning on talking about it later, but since it's kind of brought up naturally here, let's go ahead and discuss that. What do you, like, right now, the reason there is a blockade, first and foremost, is because they don't know if it's actually safe. Right. Right, beyond, there's three 
X thousand, I don't know how many uh, ring worlds out there. We don't know. Uh, they have not been secured. And we haven't known anything. We don't know nothing. They're in the dark. Single one, which is kind right. of annoying. It's like, dude, these guys have been waiting for months and you haven't even begun an expedition on even a single one, presumably. But whatever. Well, we'll, leave. well, yeah, because for some reason they need money of some sort for something. Like they owe like a universal money collector or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. And I'm sure like the war has left a lot of issues broke and you know lack of uh money and yeah so i I get it but again um if especially if you got refugees right you're not taking them into your planet Mm -hmm. you're not letting them go to these planets either they know the risk exactly exactly so this is my current stance uh maybe somebody can bring up another one later but my current stance is yes i understand it's risky but guess what Starving is also risky. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, you um, get it. Floating around in the space, so they, they get it. They ha- they are adults. They are families who have made a conscious decision. You know what? You can leave us on this island called Madagascar. We'll figure it out. We'll it, take it, the risk. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it's even worse. Like, like why not? Here's the thing: when it comes to the blockade and all that stuff, they want to take that risk. Fine, okay. You just can't come back through until we know it's safe. That's it. That's then you're right. done. Yeah, yeah. Then you're done. And there's plenty of them for everyone. And so this is very obvious. Like, it obviously opens up um, distrust between the belters and right. the inners that like, okay, so why won't you just let it go through? Right? Like, you won't let us on your planets, but you also won't let us onto these new planets. You claim which have, it's because yes. it's to protect us, which we know from Alistair's perspective that that is true. Now, again, you you do have a ingrained counter argument that we don't know what's on these planets. So, what if they go to these planets, they activate something that was dormant, and then that kills all of us? Which we have known by most science fiction that that happens. Yes. <laughs> if we're, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we are this, reading science, or we are watching funny. science fiction. So, so you got to put you got to put it in there. This argument makes sense, but I mean. I don't know, man. Um, and this is why Expanse is a brilliant job at really presenting you with two seemingly like bulletproof arguments from both sides. And I mean, that's right? good. I mean, that's good because that 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 you know that engages your brain while you're watching, unlike yeah, some shows. You know what I mean? Like Any every single time because okay, so. Uh, another one that we're gonna get to soon is Murtry, right? Like when I first saw him, I'm like, this guy sucks. Then I saw it, and then when I was rewatching, I watched from his. I forced myself to watch from his perspective, right? They're like, okay, what is it that he saw? What is it that he felt? What is it he heard? And his background and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I came to the conclusion that he still sucks, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, uh, he makes sense. I, I mean, I did. I, I agree. I mean, they did. Like, it happened. What he said and what he thought was wrong like what had happened i mean they killed you know what i mean so again it's that argument of he was doing what he thought was right now whether a third party says it's wrong or not i mean who are we to say and well i think you can say after it's said and done right right time goes by you're like okay maybe and here's the thing um People may do what they think is right based off their perspective, but it could still end up being wrong in the grand scheme of things. But we just yes. can't necessarily – and then that that, that goes yes. into, by the way, that is a legal process as well, right? They will 
that's how they reduce sentences. They're like, yeah, what you did was wrong, and you will be punished for that, but your sentence is reduced because based off the, you know, circumstances, it makes sense. This or that or this yeah. or that, yeah. And so, so stuff like this is very complex, and this is why I absolutely adore the show. Um, but regardless, eight months have passed by, and Holden is on Earth with his family. And his, which I wish we would have saw more of that, like you told me earlier. Like yeah, now that I'm it, thinking about it, it would have been nice to see um, a little bit of our boy Holden's, you know, other side. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, for excuse me, uh, for a guy from Earth, we've seen him only on Earth once. <laughs> you know, right? And um, for a guy who is very big on his family, his family being the Rasenate. Um, we'd only ever see him with his actual biological family, which he's seemingly close to again, only once. Um, I and remember. I think that, I think since he's pretty much the main character, he should probably have a lot more screen time. Right. Right. Um, at least with his family, but, and I won't reveal whether or not he gets more later or whatnot, but regardless though, um, Holden, uh, is on earth. And I think she's not strong enough. I'm, I'm referring to Naomi is not strong enough to come down to Earth to visit his family and his family. And I, I honestly love this, like, um, FaceTime call, essentially. Yes. Um, I like their phones. I mean, again, I'm a big proponent of technology is very dualistic in its effort to save the world and whatnot. But um, like the phones are so cool. It's just a screen. And yeah. the little corners are metal. Um, the only thing I hate about it is that it's transparent. So if you're watching something, someone on the other side of you <laughs> can see everything that you're watching. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, ooh. I mean, what are you watching, Moss? That's not what I'm implying at all. I'm just, I'm a privacy-oriented man, Jordan. Um, I know this. I know why this. Why are you inferring otherwise? Uh, because it's hilarious? <laughs> anyways, um... Yeah, so so okay. There's one thing I did want to discuss, and I don't think we've ever talked about it before. Um, you and you brought it up the communication system. It's like cell phones that, and I know it's just, it's essentially cell phones. <coughs> you can call like really anybody, right? Like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. who your provider is. If you're on AT and T and I'm on Verizon, me and you can still talk to each other. So right. I am, and it, and it transcends um, state borders, right? So. Um, and I know I understand, like, okay, for those of you who are a little bit more technologically sound, if you wanted to talk across state borders, there's easier ways than straight phone, and that includes stuff like WhatsApp or Signal, where it's using the internet to talk to each other. Um, so it is really cool to see that they kind of uh, continue that layer on top of that with, um, you know, the expanse and space communication. Right, and, and that's course, that's so neat to me because, I mean, think about what it takes to send a wavelength across space. I mean, it's not it's probably not an easy thing comparative to what we have today. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's and and you can see it in their under situation uh, certain situations. <laughs> it's under situations um, under certain situations where they'll say you know there is a five second delay, there is a three minute delay because they're just so far out. Um, but regardless, back to the story, uh, Naomi is on the Rasenate. She's mm -hmm. going to come back down because, you know, her 
it takes time that you got to go through gravity drugs. Um, when you walk your entire life with zero gravity, right? Right. Um, and now all of a sudden gra- the gravity is ferocious, man. We're used to it. Right. But, Which we don't understand. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like we're used to it and we don't understand like, Hey, we're oh, yeah, so we used it to granted. it. Yeah. We're taking it. We take it for granted, right? That we have the atmosphere and the force of gravity upon us and whatnot. Well, that's like the weight of the air on top of us. essentially. Right. 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 Um, well, give or take. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, well, no, isn't it? Okay. I don't know. I don't know physics, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think I... it is. Um, and the okay, so I think at this point, this is where Avastrala meets with Holden, and then she's like, "I need you to go investigate because we uh, we set up a comm relay." Right. Um, we, this is a really cool concept. They're like, because I think X-ray or no, sorry, no, not X-rays. Uh, communication signals doesn't go through the ring, but it does if you actually have the antenna sticking out of the. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, um, which is a neat concept because I mean I guess as long as you can get an antenna out there, I guess you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so she gets a notification that they have set up a shop and they're lithium mining. Which, for those of you who don't know, lithium is what's used in all of our batteries. So that's kind of important. I mean, God only knows what it's used for there, too. I mean, their technology is further, you know, they're further advanced than we are. I mean, they could be using lithium for things we don't even understand at this point. Speaking of, you know, advancing Um, technology-wise. Why? Are you going to bring up some technology you just heard about recently? No, no, I wish, though, but Uh, that would have been a lot cooler if I did, but no. Speaking of technology, we just discovered space travel like Martin. I'm joking. Um... Yeah, you would have crapped your pants. You would have instantly went on the... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, let's go. Uh, so she's worried that, again, and this is what we discussed earlier, that something will be tripped up with the protomolecule, and we are going to exactly see what we had discussed, again, earlier. Right. That what if they trip over some rock, and that activates the protomolecule, and the protomolecule comes swimming in through that, and then now they get to us through the ring worlds and whatnot, right? Because these... People activated it. Molecule. We imagine if you know we get another Eros incident. I mean, it could happen. It could, uh, right? Because uh, we don't know anything about the history of any of this stuff. Uh, this is all. I mean, it's all completely new. Yeah. Um, Holden feels responsible for opening the ring gate, so he feels like all right, and he's he's kind of the resident expert. Him and the Rasenate crew, right? That right. They, they've dealt with it enough that they're like, okay, and they are the experts, which is, I like that in the sense as we as the audience, we know that they're so unsure of themselves, um, being the audience or being the experts, but it, it does make me feel better because this is how experts in real life feel as well. They're like, you're the expert on this. Wait, I am? Yeah, you've just been around it long enough. Yeah, it's like, wait, 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 I am? So, that's happening. Um, So, on to our favorite Martian. Bobby! Bobby. 
Bobby Draper. Um, so she's yeah. and and she she's a, she's a cute lady. She's cute. Yeah. That's what my buddy I, said. I was affecting a little bit more than that, but oh. I agree. Um, <laughs> Bobby Draper is dismantling MCRN warships for a living now. Um, she has returned to Mars to be in probably court-martialed. I don't know if I'm honorably discharged or dishonorably discharged, but definitely at the very least court-martialed, I'm sure. For, oh, absolutely. Uh, disobeying orders twice, once to run away to the UNN, if you remember, I think season two. Mm-hmm. And then again, last season, when she was in the Medina station, when she shot and killed uh, a Martian Marine you know, right. one of, from one of her own squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these aren't exactly things to take lightly any military of any history of the world ever uh, yeah, ever <laughs> so she is living with her brother um who is also has a son of his own named david who's apparently very smart and he gets into a rough crowd but we'll get to that in a second wasn't he um, um he's um he's an engineer of something yeah, isn't he didn't he go to engineering engineer, school like uh yeah uh the terraforming project you're Mars. probably right. Yeah, Mars needs engineers to accelerate the terraforming project, which apparently is going along really well. However, there is some insinuations about, you know, with the new ring worlds opening, is that necessary? And we will discuss that heavily moving forward. But the ring worlds change everything. Well, yeah, because then they don't have to terraform. There's, there's a lot of things that they don't have to do anymore if... Yeah, why they, spend money to, and and uh, and energy terraforming for generations later when you could just go to a new world that's habitable right now? Right. Why do that? It is. It does. It, it does. It wouldn't make any. Well, I mean, I guess it could make sense to somebody, but it doesn't make it any sense. It could make to sense me. in the sense that again, if it's not safe, so right, we don't want to waste all this effort. And not just that; those are habitable worlds, sure, but. What's on Not them? Exactly, like close. You know, it's gonna take time. So it, there is something to be said about it. Mm-hmm. But this dismantling of the MCRN fleet. What do you think about that? I mean, I I don't think that's smart. I I don't think so. I don't think it's smart at all. I think they should have kept the fleet. I mean, yeah, why I why wouldn't you for now? I mean, yeah, yeah, you just signed the treaty, dude. You literally just It just doesn't It doesn't make much sense for them to Yeah, I don't know. Um like, that I'll be honest, this is my slight like issue with uh the story uh currently with just this part is that this feels so premature. Uh, yep. If this had happened after years, I can kind of understand. But at the most, it's been like maybe a year, maybe two. But mm-hmm. I don't really think it's mm-hmm. been that long. Um, again, dis- you don't need to dismantle that many. I mean, you can keep yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, just keep them running. Just park them, right? Yeah, fact, it doesn't. It won't be, uh, you know, using fuel. Maybe you can like, you don't. Again, you don't need to dismantle them. It's not like you necessarily need the parts. Like you, you have the uh, the missiles and the guidance systems and all that stuff. You don't. You're not using them for terraforming. You're not. You're not using a missile for terraforming. I'm sorry. Right. Um. So this was very frustrating for me to watch because, and I'm not even saying this as a as a as a spoiler. Like 
when I first watched this, I'm like, well, this is going to be a massive mistake, and this is going to come back to really hurt Mars in the future. Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, Clay Ashford, old man, the guy who's oh my God. a drummer, what do you think of him now? Now that time's kind of gone on and whatnot. Uh, it, he's fine. He's in the middle. Really? In the middle? Yeah, he's in the middle for me. He just, he's one of those characters that I think just necessarily has to be there, but it doesn't mean I like him. That's fair. Um, so, uh, Ashford is being a good little, and, um, and the, this is where the OPA, so everything's happening all at once. And I cannot wait to talk about all the, we, so we talked about Mars, we talked about Rasenate crew and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about the OPA. The OPA have been historically gotten the short end of the stick in just about everything in dealing with both Mars and Earth. Right. So now the ring worlds open up, and they won't let the belters through. So far, so so much so that they have the belters fire on their own ships, killing them, to force them to stay away from the worlds of refugee belters from Ganymede, which a war on Ganymede happened only because of Earth and Mars. Right. Right? So Earth and Mars Stuck in the middle. destroys a, a garden called Ganymede, and the refugee crisis, like... Skyrock, like what we talk, what we saw in the refugee crisis in Syria back in what was it, twenty fifteen, uh, something like that. That refugee crisis was like maybe a couple million. Ganymede, we're talking this is far into the future, way more people. Ganymede supplies food for the belt, so it's not just Ganymede who are, becomes refugees, right? It's like the belt around them gets hurt too because they get food mm -hmm. and water from there. Exactly. Um, this is catastrophic. Uh, so the numbers that we saw in Syria uh, is pales in comparison to here, by the way. And so anyways, them two fight, and it causes a refugee crisis, and now they're keeping them out. Uh, so the OPA is very angry, and the OPA is essentially divided once again. Because remember, the OPA is, it stands for Outer Planetary Alliance. It is not one faction. Faction. It is a faction of other factions. Fred mm -hmm. Johnson plays... Um, and uh, what was his name? Uh, who was the guy that Ashford is from? Oh, uh, oh God. Dawes? Dawes. Anderson Dawes. Thank you. Um, and then as we see later, Marco Inaros, and then there's like Black Sky, Golden Bow, all that stuff. So there's a... Cool names. Yeah, yeah. The Black Sky is awesome. Um and so now the OPA has been tasked with, and they're like a quote unquote equal member of the tape of like, you know, the, this peace agreement, mm -hmm. but it's, it's very clear that they're still being treated kind of poorly by the naval commanders, right. which again, I'm sure they have history too. I'm sure that they have reasons to hate belters in the sense that like, you know, maybe some belters killed one of their, you know, fellow soldiers in the line of duty. So there's more animosity there. There's a lot of hate to go around here. Um, absolutely it's it, it, it's not gonna it, it's not gonna be good for anybody yeah um anyways ashford stops a pirate ship and the uh pirate and then so he calls ashford he says what's called the ghost the ghost knife of callisto which ooh, i've been waiting for that to be brought up for so long because that is such a cool name 
I agree. I'm sure that there is a novella out there that is uh, that goes over his backstory because man, I would love to read that. Um, oh, really? You think you think there is? Uh, yeah, because I know that there's like nine books in the series, but there are like side novels and like, uh, yeah. Hmm. Anyways, um, yeah. So the uh, the pirate like kind of calls him. I mean, essentially a race trader. Right, like right. you, you sold out your own to be your the inner's good little. Uh, what is he? What word does he use? Wellwala. Yeah. Wellwala, if you remember, is uh, Miller uses it in season one. Yep. He call he says that it means uh, traitor to my people. That's it's it. A, it's a very offensive term. Uh, they don't throw that out lightly, Belters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is which is like. I guess it's like our bad words, I suppose. <clears throat> Sorry, say that again. It's like our bad words. I guess. Um, I. I think. If you were to be, I think the best w- a word would be race trader. Like it means traitor to my people, right? So you are, mm-hmm. they consider you if you say well, well, voila, that means race trader. Um, but anyways, uh, Naomi begins her as she because they have to go on Illus now. They begun. They have begun the uh, gravity drug treatment on Naomi. Yep. So to make that's got to be terrible. Bones and muscles stronger. Yeah, I mean it's a steroid, but it's a fast acting steroid because they got some months, but it, months is not a couple months is not enough to you know bulk up that much, especially on right. zero gravity because the ship itself is zero gravity too, right? So and they have to stay in zero gravity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if she was maybe had t- time on Earth, which maybe she, you know, she could have started, but if she had time on Earth, look at that. Yeah, who knew? Um, one we thing did. I didn't We're not the because I kind of threw it out uh, without really clarifying. Medina Station is a former behemoth, that uh, massive uh, belter ship that was yeah. performance. It is. Oh, that's Medina so terrible. Station. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, but it's a beautiful ship, dude. I like the uh, the pictures when uh, they pulled Drummer up, and she's like standing in front of the council, and she's got like those holy pictures behind her, and she's yeah. like screaming at somebody. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. We're in space. Um, and okay, so there, I love what Avastarala says. I didn't want to touch on this. I love what Avastarala says that like uh, Holden, it's uh, d- uh, don't put. It, it, she's very vulgar when she says that. I love Australia. It's it's awesome. Um, she uses the F word a lot in this the new does, season. And I love it. Space Queen. Um, yeah, space. <laughs> I mean, when she first said it, I'm like, okay, she's mad. And she said it again and again and again. I'm like, okay, she she's about to pop too, off. It's very condescending and like very just flow. It's not like um, you know, a sailor. She puts some, yeah, there's some she puts behind a it. Lot of like, it's very creative. She curses creatively, and I love that. Nice. Nice. If you're going to curse, you better do it creatively. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Bobby also is kind of like unemployed. Not unemployed, but she's got She's like unemployed. A minimum wage. A minimum wage, minimum wage job. I cannot <laughs> talk to that at all. Um, Oops. So uh, to make matters worse and all more complicated, because, you know, it wasn't complicated enough. Let's just throw a couple more variables in there. Um, 
there is a corporation known as RCE that sends one of their own ships into Illus that has right. a science vessel aboard. And this is not, this is not, by the way, a, a military ship at all. No, this is a research this ship, pretty much. Yeah. Through it. So, um, if there are any, uh, like, I don't know, belters that would just say, oh, you know, look at them. They sent their warship. No, they didn't. They explicitly sent, they sent security, sure. Um, but that's normal. That, that is very normal. Yeah why, yeah, why wouldn't it be normal? You know what I mean? It's a brand new, you know, planet. Oh, forget planet. It's a whole brand new, brand new system, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So they sent, it is a science research ship uh, led by a guy who gets killed, but his, um, Replacement is a guy named Murtry. Murtry. What does Amos call him? I don't remember. Mortary? Morty? Yeah, Morty. You call him Morty? It's Murtry. Um, oh my god, Amos in this episode? Are, he's the best. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, he became one of my favorite characters just from like the season alone. Didn't he ask about Avasarala and what she was wearing or something? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh my god, so <laughs> meant to text you about that because, but i didn't know if you had seen the episodes because when i was re-watching i had forgotten he had said that he's like how was she he's like she's fine he's like no i mean like what was she wearing <laughs> amos dang and he doesn't even, he doesn't even smile dang. when he says it either yeah, no, I know. he just kind of looks at it. i'm like dude uh... that character the the consistency of just like he, he, for him it's just I have no problem asking, right? Like, I didn't ask anything wrong. Like, what's the problem? Yep. The oh, and then when he talks to that girl when they're mad at each other, he's like, so we're done fucking? And she's like, we're done fucking. He's like, cool. See ya. <laughs> no, he didn't even say no. She said, like, yeah, we'll continue. He's like, oh, okay, cool. No, I'm pretty sure she said no, didn't she? No, I don't think she did. Oh, well, even said, better. I'll see you later. Right? And he's like, uh, yeah, okay. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, my God. He's... Yeah, it was just I, – I didn't expect that from – I guess I should have, but, like, I didn't expect them to put that into the show. And then there was the – I mean, yeah. It was cool. I, I enjoyed his character. I really enjoyed his character starting this season, so I hope they can keep it up. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, so, Murtry is landing with that science ship, and then as they're about to land um, – Things go wrong, you know, something blows up. And we know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, like, it was sabotaged. Their ship, like, crash lands. Several people die. Several of his own friends die. Um, Freaking Morty. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so this has, they were not going to get off to a great start regardless. But this is an awful start to a relationship on a new planet when you kill someone's friends. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It, I, who knew? Who knew? Um, so anyways, uh, Holden goes to the ring when he's entering, and then he sees like a blue shadow kind of. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like when he sees this, it's, it's ominous. Right. Uh, obviously something to do with the Prada Molecule. Uh, he's the only human on in the entire galaxy, apparently several galaxies at this point, um, that has this kind of connection to the protomolecule. So as soon as he goes through, it kind of like tips it Naps off. him, yeah. Um, Which is, I wonder why they made him the only character to receive this like grand prophetic. Um, 
Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, but I will also add this. Do you remember there was this poor molecule sludge back in season two that was tucked away in in the ship? Uh huh. Yeah. I think that tips it off. That actually oh. the poor molecule. So I think so. You're telling me that it's probably the, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I see definitely what you're has something, but I don't know if you remember. But we, when I brought it up, I, I wanted to see if you would ever uh, recall it, and I, I only noticed it on this rewatch. But there was one scene, I think season two, end of season two, where they kind of zoom into the ship, and mm -hmm. there is like some molecule sludge inside the ship. Yeah. 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 I remember that part. I just don't remember. What I'm trying to put piece together is you're saying that they actually activated it. What do you mean by that? It activated um, when it went in the ring, like as in. Do you remember whenever he went through the ring initially in season three? Um, he saw Miller more clearly. Yeah. So in the same way, he kind of took this bit of proto molecule through that ring towards Illus, and that kind of. Um, I don't know, brought the portal molecule into that station. Oh, that uh, okay. But anyways, um, there is another thing. It was very subtle, but it is a good detail. The RCE is refusing to call it Illus. They're calling it New Terra. Yeah, yeah, so right I, I remember that. You're already seeing like a lack of respect from both sides. I, when... I mean, for what it's worth, the Belters had a greater lack of respect when they blew up their launch pad, killing... You know, several of their crew right. and their ship and whatnot. So I think it's a little bit more extreme. It's just a lot of poor choices that yeah, yeah. could have been like it, you literally could have stopped all of this if you would have just just talked. not. Yeah, and just talked. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, regardless, they did. It wouldn't be a TV show if they did. Yeah. Um, so they get on to uh, Ellis. Naomi has continued taking the drugs. They have not. It's New Terra. Um, so we know what team Jordan's on. Uh, the, Naomi it has continued taking the drugs, but you know, still hasn't had full effect yet. In fact, she's not taking the drugs super well, but reg uh, but you know, they'll come and play later. Um, they get attacked by these swarm of bugs, which they're not really bugs, they're like flying pieces metal, metal shards, yeah, like silicon, like. And the scientists made a good point that, like, you know, our life is made from, like, carbon, nitrogen, and this sort of stuff. But, you know, in another planet, it could easily have been, you know, silicon, metal, yeah. anything. So. Th th That's a very open-minded concept, yeah, too. I, like, I do, I do. I have always thought that ever since I was a little kid. It's like, you guys, when you guys are testing for life, you're testing for, you know, life like ours. But what if it's not like ours? What if they don't breathe oxygen and exhale carbon? What if they, I don't know, breathe mercury for Okay. Right? Like that that would be very poisonous to our bodies. We wouldn't be able to live there, Moss. So they can't if they're not like us, we gotta shun them. We or human. Bomb them from orbit. Yes. Um anyways. Uh so there are a couple different stuff that's going on right now. And uh, I know we talked earlier about what happened in Mars, where there's like now there's new there is civil, not civil war, but there are um, conflicting ideas that are popping right. up because of the ring world. The OPA is like, OK, we've been treated like crap for all this time. We've had um, enough. 
and we're now finally being treated as we're being looked at as a serious viable group uh we're being brought to the big boy table right we're looked we're seen as a legitimate faction faction yeah essentially yes. uh which is very important um but then there's another OPSI which is like yeah but they're only doing that because they're weak right now as soon as they get stronger right. they're going to turn on us the Martians are like, okay, well, we've been spending generations fighting the Earth, and now we finally have an opportunity to terraform our planet. But then there's another side, it's like, well, why do we terraform the planet when we, we now have we have other planets and habitable worlds? Why not just wait for them to be cleared, to, uh, deemed safe, and then let's just go ahead and grab some of those and be done with it? <laughs> is very fair. Um, and then on Earth, you have. Uh, millions, possibly billions of people who are on basic assistance, meaning that they don't work, but they're just constantly fed money from the government every month, every week. I don't know how it works there. Supplement um, them for not yeah, exercise. It's, just, like, yeah. it's just keeping them alive, and they're essentially, it seems a lot of them are on drugs or live a very poor life, and they just don't have an opportunity. So much so that everything has become a lottery, where like you have a lottery to become an engineer or... um mechanic or a pilot or whatnot and there's no war anymore so there's hard uh, there's less likely of a chance that there's openings for the navy um so yeah which is crazy to think because our characters if you really look at it our characters are all in some sort of lucky kind of spot especially yeah, yeah. you can no, say they're, they're all very privileged in that sense for sure um and so the other side of the earth is like, okay, well, so if we have all of these people who are, you know, on assistance, we mm -hmm. can essentially help them by opening up the ring world, right? Like, okay, send them the there. Risk. You know the risk. These are planets that are not habitable or have are, are not previously have, you know, inhabited. So you are going to be the foundation. There are no buildings for you. There are no, uh, no, you know, uh, aqueducts, right? You got to set up all this stuff, but. Do they, but, do, but do they send them there with the supplies? Do they help them with that aspect? They sure, have I mean, to. Yeah, they, you'd have to, right? I mean, like, it's the same way with, like, even the the Belters who settled on Illus. It was the same way, right? Then when they go. Um, right. They, but you can't you can't lay complete claim to it then. That you have to share what you have if you if we send you there. Well, That's probably one of the stipulations. The way they're going to do it is, like, okay, if you're going there, you're going to be part of Earth. This will be a colony of Earth. Now... I'm sure that part of Earth is like a little wary of this because they did this with Mars in the past and Mars ended up buying its <laughs> way of, to independence. And I'm sure there's part of Earth that's like, we kind of don't want that. But at the same time, it's like, well, we do have kind of billions of people here that are just kind of littered across the street. So Earth is kind of falling apart. Um, so there is a lot here uh, to be aware of and to a lot to kind of, I don't know. Digest. About, yeah. Um. So, Bobby, and, yeah, go ahead. and you know, I, I mean, I just have a hard time, and you know, I, I like to side with the Belters most of the time, only because, like, I think being the backbone of something is very important, just as much as being the head or the spine or whatever. But like they, you know, they were born in there. Their generations way, 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 way before that were the ones that put them there. I mean, they had no control, so they just ended up being born there, and they're, that's why the new generations are like, now we want our freedom because we've you know, staked our claim as helping the universe or something of that such. Right. Um, so Bobby has been like kind of questioned her 
her loyalty to Mars has been questioned. And she's like, mm-hmm. everything I've done is for Mars and whatnot. Uh, David gets kidnapped. Because um, he, he's peddling drugs. Yeah. And uh, she goes all Mar- uh, Martian Marine on them. I mean, she is like special forces, right? Like, Right. Uh, she's no joke. She is no joke. And so I'm just shotgunning, by the way. I'm maybe yeah. jumping through because there's just there's like four storylines that are happening at the same time. So I think it's a little easier for me to just go through one rather than go episode by episode. Um, and I think I think that that'll be better for us just because it, it's it's going to be you know it'd be tough to not. Yeah, yeah. It, um, so maybe jumping back in time if I missed something. Uh, Officer Ala goes to Mars. It's uh, kind of like a. I don't even know. Missionary. Like further, yeah, more. Not, not so much of a missionary, but like a peace summit thing, I guess. Give uh, or take. <laughs> yeah. And so she's there. Uh, but she invites Draper, at which point Draper accepts only when she's under investigation to show to kind of piss off the, the cop lady. But regardless. Right. When she um, when she's there, she kind of feels like she was used as a political tool. Not as like being there because she's yeah, that she important to, to the yeah. discussion. Um, and when okay, so anyways, she was blackmailed. Uh, her nephew's kidnapped. She's blackmailed into um, providing access to this one guy who turns out to be a Martian cop, by the way. Right. Um, who provide access to? What essentially what we later find out to be belters because she scans them and finds that they have the tattoo on their neck. I don't know if she knows that they're belters. Yeah, she knows something's she knows, up. Yeah, she know, uh, those tattoos are uh, uh, significant, I guess. And I don't know if you notice this, but it doesn't seem like Martians are big on tattoos because I've seen every Martian so far, and I don't think a single one I've seen has a tattoo. Um, right, right. Meaning that it could be uh, when I think tattoos, I think OPA. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, so she may have made the uh, uh, connection herself. But anyways, um, so she's forced to leave the door open for these people to smuggle out these tight beam encryption modules or something like that. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's something for the military because, of course, that's all that's supposed to be decommissioned. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. Just Um, crazy. So... What do you think is happening? I'm assuming I, I assumed that they were decommissioning these ships and just keeping on to the holding on. To the, you're talking about the decommissioning of the ships? Uh, no, what's happening right now with the corrupt cop and whatnot? Oh, what did I think or what what happened? What do you think is happening? Like, what uh, do you have any predictions? Like, like what's going on? Why is he doing this? Uh, what is he using it for? Who are didn't he people? say? Didn't he say what he was using it for? I thought he said that he was using it for uh, to get ahead of some sort of. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to get ahead. Okay. That's what it seemed like to me. Just like not to be some poor belter and or not belter, not to be poor. You know, marine or I guess what he says. His cop wasn't enough his actual pay wasn't enough or something like that he made i thought he made an excuse of some sort okay um did i miss it i think i might have missed it yeah he did say that the martian marine was uh, the martian uh uh, dream is dead right 
whatnot. So I guess, what do you think about that? As far as the Martian dream being dead? Yeah. I mean, so now that now that you kind of like now that I kind of bring that up, do you have any like predictions? I mean, do you think that he's trying to make enough money to go start his own planet? Okay. Because I mean, if anything, that would probably be like his. That would be his best bet if he wanted to make a different life for him and his family, or him and whoever. Sure. Okay. That no, I mean that's that's definitely fair. Um. So, anyways, back on Ellis, uh, Alex is, he finds this medic lady that he likes. Turns out she's married. And he's Oops. Like, hey, I feel bad for Alex. I feel like every single time he finds somebody, it's like, well, there she goes. I thought he was uh, married, though. He was, but kind of just left the family. He, he couldn't help himself. He had to be out there adventuring. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It. Not great. Not not a great dad. Um, he he's a great friend, great pilot. Not a great dad or no. great husband, even. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. That seems like you'd have to really have some. You have to really want to be out there. And I don't. I don't know if it's you know. Sometimes you're just like, is it worth? Yeah. Um. I don't think it's worth it leave your family like that but not if you've already started a family but like if you were just single like okay i get it yeah, like, yeah no i agree you you were is... single and everything but but yeah. i think that's the thing with uh some soldier like his position is interesting right because he became a soldier ended up having a family because i think soldiers kind of feel like okay i had to leave some legacy in this world because i may die at any moment then they don't end up dying and then I don't have since this happens to everyone, obviously. But then some are like, okay, not to keep adventuring. I didn't die. I have to keep adventuring. It's that thrill seeking constantly. You have to get that adrenaline dump every hour, apparently. Right. Um, Which is like, dude, that's just no. Like, you do not need like the you do not need that adrenaline dump. That seems tiring. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's exhausting for sure. Um. Anyways, uh, Amos does investigate, and he finds that the the crash site was sabotaged. He's the one who actually mentions it. Which, if I was Holden, I was there's like, dude, shut up, just, just don't, don't say anything like that. Just let it, let it go. <laughs> it just let it go. Like let him figure it out for himself if he's going to. Um, but he and, couldn't. Yeah, but he couldn't. You know, because he just he doesn't think that way, right? For him, it's just like. Say it, do it, whatever. Whatever. We'll we'll deal with the things later. Um, okay, so Ashford stuff is where it gets very, very interesting. Um This is still your he's one of your favorite characters, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely is. Um So there there was a, a colony ship. I, I don't know if I'm guessing it's by the UN that was destroyed by pirates because they're just kinda hanging out there. You know, at the blockade. Right. right. And I guess they're far enough in the blockade that they're not, you know, uh, within the police jurisdiction to be helped. But, or maybe they're even on their way to the blockade and then they get attacked by pirates. But regardless, pirates see some of their ships, destroy one of the ships, and you could see bodies. It's kind of a horrifying scene. Yeah, flying. Yeah. Flying through the void of space. And, and for those of you who don't know how space works, 
it is consistent. If there's momentum on something, it will keep floating forever until it hits mm-hmm. something that either stops this momentum or redirects it one way or another. But it will keep moving at that speed. It will not slow down. There is no right. air resistance. There is no gravity pulling it one way or another. It will keep going. Um, so and it, 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 it's funny because like it once it hits the what do they? It goes straight into the um. Uh, what should we call it? The gate. It just looked like little yeah, ants goes, going back in the uh, hole. Yeah, it goes into the gate and it hits it on the border and they kind of disappear. And we still, at this moment, don't know what happens when you go into the border. Right? Um, so, anyways, um, Ashford concludes that this that this is not a pirate. Right? This is... They were attacked and essentially thrown out. This is some OPA member sending a message that they don't care about the Alliance. Right. Which, and this is not good. By the way, this is... This is where car- is conflict's gonna OPA start. Agent. Yeah, this is a rogue OPA agent. Um, so Ashford and Drummer have to get to the bottom of this instantly because the uh, UN in command is not happy because obviously it's one of their ships that was attacked, which we'll get to Nancy Gow in a moment, but that is one of her exact arguments. Right. Um, Nancy Gow, she uh seems like uh she's all about the. She seems more green than Ava. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. She's more, you know what I'm saying. She's 100 more green, but she brings up some very very good points. Yeah, I know. You know, and, sometimes it's it's good in thought, but in practice, it's tough. Yeah. Um. But anyways, back on Illus. Um. Murtry kind of Ellis. baits it out of one of the guys that like, oh, you know, you destroyed one of our platforms. And then the Belter guy goes, you know, be careful uh, that the day isn't over yet. He's like, oh, that sounded like a threat. So he just goes and shoots him. Pops him right in the dome. See, yeah. now that, so that, that's Murtry, excessive. Yeah, that's excessive. So Amos and Murtry are very similar in that sense. You can see, like, Murtry, Amos just happens to be one of the good guys because he's being... He knows what a good thing is to do because, or the right thing to do is because, again, Holden. Know, he has Holden and <laughs> Naomi and Alex there to kind of... Only Holden. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. This obviously creates a massive riot. Um, no, not at all. It shouldn't. I mean, somebody just got shot in the head. I mean, I don't know why it should cause any kind of anything. Yeah. yeah. Everyone <laughs> handled it peacefully, and then the story ended right there. Yeah, um, but yeah, obviously this the belters don't take it well, and then now there's like a standoff. Um, maybe I don't know how many hundreds of miles away in the 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 builders crash site. Which okay, so they're up. What I've gathered as far as the aliens goes, that they're the builders, and the builders created the protomolecule or something like that. Protomolecule. That that sounds exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so the builders, um, like thing. He's there, and he removes a root, which kind of turns on the machine because uh, it's stuck in the gear. Like this, most this very powerful, you know, civilization, and it got stopped by a root, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, and I mean, though, yeah, you know, it happens. We all have our off days, or years, or centuries, um, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, 
the scientist lady, she did make a very cool observation that the the builders like uh, building builders building the builders uh, ship or whatever the hell it is predates the life on the planet on the planet mm-hmm. so whatever it is the builders probably came along destroyed what was there and then whenever the builders were destroyed life grew around it over on top of it so the life on that planet is old and but the, whatever was here intelligent species wise was even older right which is crazy to think that could be a true thing like in our world easily be true in our world oh yeah we could be the last of the mohicans i hope not that's such a grim thought uh anyways there is a lightning strike that starts um it started i think on the the building and it kind of goes out in a line and they said that like the lightning strike consists of 13 small lightning strikes, which happens to be like the same number of moons, which he's like, I don't know what the hell that means, but I'm just making an observation, which what do you think that means? Now, there's some sort of significance to the planet. I mean, there has to be. I mean, why else would they? I mean, I'm saying that just because why else would they point it out? But yeah, again... I have nothing else to add to that, honestly. Uh, the only thing I can add to that is that the episode was also released in December 13th, 2019. So, um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not saying that that's why they made that uh, plan to have 13 moons, but you get my point. It uh, could be. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, this lightning storm is not, it's not, uh, it's not unpredictable. Where it's predictable. It's very yes. predictable in its movement. So this is not a natural phenomenon. Um, and now I know some of you might think, well, what if it's natural for this thing? It's still not. Um, even if it was happening because of something else, this is not... I don't know how to explain it. This is, it may, it's probably from the builders, right? Because it started from the builders. It was triggered by that. So it, whatever it is, the builder machine most likely has a hand in it yeah yeah but this is not naturally from the planet like at all um duh yeah um i don't know i i like i like that they added that in there what i didn't like is how they added in there the movement of the 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 structure started to move and i was like why is it spinning it doesn't make any sense to me. What's spinning? Sorry. The actual um Oh, the thing. little thing? Yeah, no, I know. Um Like why why did they make it spin? That 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 I was like, why? That doesn't yeah, make any sense. Idea. And then he like he does the stereotypical human thing to do. Blows it up. <laughs> yeah. Which, which again, if you've gone through the horrors of Aero Station. You're, you're I guess you're bombing fight. everything. Yeah, I, I would do, I would handle it about the same way. Um, and then uh, things just continue to escalate. I mean, at one point, Amos, he's like, oh, we're short of a generator. And RC, I'm going to go punch you in the face. Like, I saw that you had one. And just the way he handles it, it was just hilarious. He's just he's 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 a little he might be a little angry. I don't know if he's all the way angry, but he's a little angry. Um, 
he I don't know. Amos, I feel like he's gonna get himself killed at one point. Because Oh he, yeah. Um he's playing with fire at this point, right? Um mm-hmm. And this is and Would this you is call it fire? That whole thing happens when he's just like, you know, so are we still continue the banging and she's like The banging? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh we continue to banging. <laughs> um and she's like yeah, yeah, okay, cool. See you later. Um Savage. And back on Earth, um Avasarala has is like Nancy Gal retire retires. She resigns from her committee or her advisors, whatever. And now she's gonna be running for election herself. Um uh, No way. Yeah. Uh this is huge deal because her husband points out that you haven't had to run for an election in a really long time. Right, because you kind right. of took over UN Secretary General because the last one resigned, and the one, and the other one was arrested. So you kind of and he was the greatest of fellows. Yeah, and old boy was kind of stupid. Oh my God, this old boy thing! <laughs> you, you did not expect that old boy to come back, did you? No, uh, keep him in the past. Yeah, he, he kind of sucked as a leader. Um, yeah, he was the greatest. But anyways, um. So Murtry ends up going in to speak to Lucia because he needs to know. Obviously, it's not a one-man job, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then he like kind of like insinuates that like he knows that someone was involved. He wants to know who. And I mean, Murtry's on a warpath at this point because <laughs> his Morty? friends were killed. Yeah, Morty. Morty is on a warpath at this point. Um. Yeah, and so he's just. Um, what's it called? There are a couple of people that after he's just an angry elf. Yeah, he, he is an angry elf. There was a group with of the Belters within Ellis that wanted to stage kind of like a coup and take over the camp, but then they get found out and they get summarily executed. At which point, Murtry continues his war path to go after the nurse. Nurse, yeah, Lucia, doctor, whatever. Um. And yeah, this this triggered everything because now Naomi is trying to keep uh, her alive, her alive, and then Amos gets attacked because he or Amos attacks to try and give them a chance to run away. At which point, Amos gets his like absolute like curb stomp, like he gets absolutely destroyed. Um, yeah, I felt bad for Amos because he was just trying to do a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but he he knew exactly what was gonna happen. He he's smart. Um, you think he knew what was gonna happen? Oh, I think he knew what was gonna happen in terms of him getting beat up. That's true. I mean, you'd have to. There's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I mean, I, love I guess how, you... um, when him and Murtry were talking, he said, uh, "Um, what do you say?" He said, "Like someday, me and you are gonna get into a bloody fight." Yeah, that's what, then, that was awesome. And then Amos is like, how about now? I can do it now. Like, again, I like, just love the way he talks. It's just like, okay, I mean, if we're going to go get into a fight in the future, might as well just do it now. Or what, what get it over do? with. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. I mean, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't feel. There's nothing felt there. It just is. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. Perspective so, to have. Yeah. Um, 
Mars is having a hard time filling jobs because like when you when you're at war and you have all these soldiers out there and that was another reason that they shouldn't have just turned it all off uh, all right. at once like that. Um, you have that many ships just floating around. That's a lot of manpower on those ships. And when all of a sudden it's peacetime, they got to come home. You have to find some jobs. Otherwise, the entire economy is going to collapse right there. And then you're screwed yeah, then you're, heavily. Then you really want to go back to war. Um, Generate more revenue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with Illus, there's not really that much that goes on after that. But I do want to go back to drummer and ashford uh they find a guy named and i don't know if you've been paying attention naomi has been dropping some hints about her past for the last four seasons or three yes seasons. uh and enter the greatest villain in the show one of my favorite characters one of my favorite villains of any show of any medium of all time, Marco Inaros. This dude was acted so beautifully. His character work was done. Wait, so at this awesome. point, we didn't know that he was the top evil villain. Yeah, but we you know that he's a villain moving forward. I'm just here to okay. tell you that he's an awesome villain. I'm here to hype you up. All right, that's fine. I will be hyped. Um, so they continue the hunt because remember, this is the guy who. Um, what is it? He he's the one who destroyed that ship, the UNN ship, right. and which point you know they were like executed and their bodies spaced, sent to the rings. Uh, so this is the guy that she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that she's related to Naomi. I'm guessing he's related to Naomi somehow. Yes, it's her husband, isn't it? I will not say anything. I already know it. Okay. Um, Gotta be. Or a brother. Oh. Plot thickens. Um, <laughs> but the drummer brings up the Augustine Gamara, which I don't know. Again, there's so many ships, you almost definitely don't remember it. But the Augustine was a ship that she had destroyed, if you remember. Mm-hmm. That's the ship that both Marco and Naomi had destroyed together. Wow, and this is the one. This is a ship that was destroyed when she had to run away because she's like, "I'm in too deep. This is not what I signed up for." Dang, did we ever? We don't ever see anything about it though, do we? No. She just drops hints. That's it. And so drummer asks Marco, "But what happened to your guys' son?" So yeah, you're, I guess I forgot that they do talk about that. It is her husband. Um, Marco is he at? She my God. Drummer asks Marco what happened to Philip, which is Mar- uh, Marco and Naomi's son. Uh-huh. And he says, I did the best I could with him. Um, so anyways, he's kind of captured. That's a crap answer. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, so he's dead then. Um, so Ashford and Drummer are trying to get Marco to talk because they're trying to figure out what his ultimate plan is. And then they kind of trick him. And then... Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. kind of step away, and then Ashford's like trying to get he gets as much out of him as he possibly could. Right. Essentially, there's some plan going on with Mars. Uh, Why is Mars always in this? I have no idea. So Mars gets uh, um, he said something like Mars is not the Mars that we have once fought before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What is fought Mars for before?" Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So uh, there is a ship that attacks or that tries to attack and it's Marco's rescue ship. And he's like, you know, we can all die together. That's fine. They have orders to go ahead and fire. I'm cool with that. But then they kind of bait him in, bait him in. And then it turns out it's like three other ships that are there. Um, and that ship kind of runs away. So they're about to execute Marco. Um, by spacing him. By spacing him. And then he kind of makes a case for himself. And he says, like, you know, what have I done? You know, before the Ring Worlds, that, what I did, I would have been considered a hero. Right? Amongst the OPA. Me, me killing that UNN ship would have made me a hero. But now that they brought us to the table and now everything's different. And he makes a good point in the sense that, like, yeah, things have changed, but it's not a very good point if you actually think about it. It's like, yeah, this is what peace means. That means the stuff that you do at war makes you a war hero. And if you do it during peacetime, you are a terrorist. That is what that means. Exactly. Right? So exactly. If, if Germany has made peace with France, and if you were a soldier and you destroyed a bridge, if you were a French soldier and you destroyed a bridge in Germany, that would make you a war hero. That would make you a warrior who did what was right during war. But then... If there's peacetime and then you go and destroy that same bridge, that is terrorism. There is at its finest. Yeah. So I, um, I'm surprised that Ashford didn't kind of like call him out on that. It's like, yeah, but we get that. But now we're at peace. So if you want, it's not the same. Yeah, it's it's literally not the same. And he essentially kind of sweet. Same, same, but different. (laughs) But still the same. Um, he kind of sweet talks them and he's like, um, you know, they're, they're afraid of us because they know that right now they're weak. And the right. only reason they're treating us equally right now is that once they become strong, they're going to, uh, treat us like crap again. It's over. Uh, and I, in a way, I kind of agree that that's a possibility, but Ashford, and this is why I like Ashford because he, he sees it realistically, right? He's an old man who's fought for a very long time. And he's like, the fighting is not going to fix this. Right. Right. We're not, uh, we have now been seen as a legitimate uh, faction. So we can so now we have to do something back to terrorism that then we will never get it back. Right. At least not for several generations. Again, we're you're putting us back several decades. We're making progress, but regardless, long story short, uh, Marco and Aros, they vote on it, to which uh, Ashford says he should die. Uh, two, I think, Black Bow and, sorry, Black Sky and Golden Bow vote that he should live in exchange that, like, you know, they get his, all his earnings. And then, uh, what's her face? Drummer votes that he should live as well. And the reason that she gives is, uh, this is something that affects all the OPA, and if we just go off and kill him now, uh, this could split to the faction, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to kind of be unif- united in this because, you know, Marco has his own OPA faction, and then two of them voted to keep him alive. So this is... Uh, it was almost like... He's almost like a necessary evil-esque character, but not really. Um... Yeah, um, Ashford does tell Drummer that it's very unlikely that they're going to catch him moving forward. Right. And why would they? Um, 
And uh, she makes a good point, too, that uh, Black Sky and Golden Bow, they're afraid that with the ring gates opening that they're going to lose power, uh, their own faction. The, yeah. You know I mean? So this kind of keeps it alive in a way. So this is just very... There's a lot of politics that go on. It's not like, oh, look, more worlds. We can just divvy this up. You take a third, you take a third, you take a third, and we're good to go, right? Nah. Because it always works like that, right? It's never that simple. Yeah. So. And that, and that, I mean, then that's the, I mean, that's the problem with humans. We got to overcomplicate just about everything there is. But. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, like, I mean, you got the bad thing is, is in people's heads, they're like, you know, if somebody bad gets a hold of this, we're screwed. But then somebody gets a hold of it, and then they turn bad, and then you're screwed again. It's just. It's a vicious cycle that, you know, we're just doomed. (laughs) So, anyways, that is about it from us for that episode. That was a doozy one. That was a long one. Um, Oh, yes, it was. Anyways, uh, next week or next time we'll be covering season four, episodes five through seven. There's just three episodes there and then uh, three and we're done with that season. We're making good progress on this. And honestly, guys, season five... It's awesome. It's Gangster. Awesome. It, it's it is. Are we uh, are we saying anything about? Are we gonna do anything about what's after Expanse? Because I mean, we can't we can't stop now. No, no, no. We, make... We'll definitely figure out a show. I know we talked about Last Airbender, but I don't know if we'll be able to do that only because I wanted to show it to my father-in-law. Um, and then it'll be kind of like, actually, I don't know. We might be able to do it after Last Airbender because I think we'll be able to finish it through before the next time I go there, anyways. So we want to, we'll probably do our Charles last Airbender, but no no firm words on that. But I know you wanted to watch that as well, Jordan. So yeah, uh, and, and it's not a it's not a big deal if if not. Yeah, yeah, no. But it's it's just one of those things that are we gonna are we gonna pick another sci-fi then? Well, uh, are you saying other than uh, if we didn't go with Avatar last Airbender? Y- yes, yes, yes. Uh, if you wanted to, if there was some, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But, yeah, uh, we're probably a couple months out from that anyways. But when we do, we will let you guys know. So, anyway, that's all.